Life Her Podcast. Her is me, her is you. Her is us, her is she, her is we. United we stand, baby, that her for keeps. I'm coming and I demand my space, I know it's free. I owe myself the world, they tried to count me out. I've been down some dark roads, they tried to pound me out. From cloudy to sunny, ain't think that I would make it out. I needed positive emotions to fill me out. Hey everyone, I am your bad boy, host of Life Her Podcast. I have Lexi here with me. We are talking about her movie, Suffocated, and many more adventures that she has going on in her personal life and her career life. Hey, Lexi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. So first and foremost, girl, I am proud of you with the shift of you going from reality TV to acting and just producing your own movie and everything. And you are doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So um, before we actually get into um, your movie, Suffocated, I want to know like different things that you um, transitioned from reality TV to movie. How has that shift been for you? Um, Honestly, it was completely different, but it wasn't like an extreme, um, what can I say? It wasn't like too, it wasn't too off for me because I was considering acting as a child. Okay. You know, reality television isn't something that was out when we were younger. So acting was definitely something I was pursuing before even the music. Okay. You know, so it was like it came natural to me because it's something that I always wanted to do. But it is completely different from reality television. People assume because you're on camera that things are the same and, and it isn't. <laughs> so you also um were rap duo with Miss Mo Money. Yes. So are you still pursuing your rap career as well? Of course, I am pursuing my rap career still. Um, That's never stopping. I'm never going to quit that. (laughs) But I'm not in a duo. I am a solo artist now. Okay. So how you like being a solo artist at this moment? I love it. I love it. Um, You definitely get to make more decisions based on how you feel or forget energy. You don't have to agree with anyone or go on um, anyone else's time. You know what I mean? It's just a lot, especially with females. And it's just a lot. I'm not saying that some it's, it's not easier for some females, but for me, it was, you know, on the more difficult side. So it is a breath of fresh air being a solo artist when it comes to being in the music industry for me. Wow. So you mentioned how you going from reality TV from the movies. So, you know, a lot of things when the movies, you have to learn a script and everything. And then reality TV, you got people all in your face all day. And then you also have things shown on TV that you really don't want to see or it's edited. So yes. how do you feel about the difference between the two? Um, it's so crazy because even with acting, I get anxiety right before I go on the camera because people like expect you to study your lines months ahead or just keep studying your script. But for me, as an actress, it's easier when I kind of go over it consistently right before I go on camera. I feel like 
me trying to memorize the lines for all the scenes a month ahead, two months ahead, I'm not going to get it. Don't get me wrong. I'll read the script. I'll go over it. I'll practice it with other people. But as far as memorizing the different scenes, I, I like to go with the flow as we're filming. Um, and when it comes to reality television, there's no script. There's no lines. You know what I mean? So when you're, when you're an actress, you could cut and do it again. On reality television, they're going to take whatever happens at that moment. So you really have to be careful. If you want to be careful, some people like to air it all out. <laughs> and not for nothing, drama sells. Um, yeah. You know, the turn up sells. That's what people want to see. So it just really depends on your brand and what you want to put out there um, when it comes to your character and your life. You know what I mean? When I was on reality television, I I, I would say that I was more on the um, closed side of, of my private life. I didn't let a lot out, but I still kept a lot, you know, behind closed doors. But people love it when you roll and you let everything out. But it can affect you in a lot of negative ways, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like it's better the direction that you in now? Because sometimes that could really have people look at you differently when you really aren't that way. It's just people pushed you to be that way. Yeah, I so like, honestly, when it comes to branding, there's so much, there are so many bigger opportunities out there. So you should be careful with what you do put out there. And what people don't realize is now with our generation and the time that we're coming up in, everything is on the internet. You can literally Google things 20 years from now. So you have to consider your kids. You have to consider job opportunities or brand opportunities because everything is one click away from being right in front of you. You know what I mean? So I would say that to me, I like how I'm moving now better than, you know, Versus what other people are doing when it comes to just being completely raw. I mean, it work, if it works for you, it works for you. But mm-hmm. I do have morals and values. And I now have twins who are going to look up to me when they get of age and whose friends are going to be like, hey, we saw your mom on Google. And like, I'm going to be on there fighting and, you know, like. I feel you. Yeah. Let's just, you have to consider that. No, that's good about <laughs> you considering that. now. From you doing reality TV and actually just watching it now, are you happy that you are doing it? Do you feel like it's changed a little bit? Honestly, I think reality television is a great platform because so many people watch it. So okay. I wouldn't say I'm not happy. I'm that I'm happy not doing it. I wouldn't even I wouldn't mind going back, honestly. Okay. Because it's such a major platform. People love it. You just have to know how to work your situation, like I said before, on what you want out there or what works for you. That's just how I feel, you know, but it's definitely a great platform. And there's so many um, new shows coming out, so many new networks coming out. It's like, it's crazy. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. And everything's on the shade room, all these internet blogs, and people are really tuned in. Yeah, they are. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) No, it's like, yo, I've been like, oh my gosh. No, I'll be like, well, how are you going to feel 10 years from now seeing yourself doing these things that you're doing now? Like, you have to consider that doesn't have the right people in their ear or the right team behind them. They just look at the money sometimes, you know? So, mm-hmm. 
So uh, when was that moment when you were just like, I'm about to start acting and I'm about to start doing this movie? How did it come about? So honestly, the movie, it wasn't even like a moment where I was like, I'm going to start acting because like I told you, I always wanted to act. But as far as the acting, as far as suffocated, because I did a couple little pop-ups and cameos before Suffocated, but Suffocated was my movie. I'm the leading role. Yes. I wrote it. You know what I mean? So um, it was my story. I had writers come in and actually write it like a script, but it was my, you know, stuff that I went through. Right. Um, my director, his name is Mark Buddington. He actually shot all my music videos when I was in a rap group, in a duo. So he transitioned to film. So when he transitioned to film, he was in my ear like, yo, we got to do a movie. You got to do a movie. And I'm just like, huh, I didn't pay no mind because I was just chasing the music lane. You know, <laughs> I was being an artist. I just wanted to shoot videos. I had a listening party at the time. I was dropping my music, you know, my EPs and stuff. And he was like, just come tell me for one week. We could do it in a week. I promise. I'm like, we go, it only going to take a week. I didn't believe him. So yeah. it was like right before COVID, I ran out, I flew out there. We shot it in one week. And then COVID hit, so everything paused. So then I didn't even think the movie was going to come out. I'm like, it's not going to come out because we just stopped hearing about it. Um, we never finished it. Long story short, we ended up finishing it after I had the twins because I shot the movie before I had the twins. We finished it after I had the twins. And then one day it just came out. This company, um, a, distri a distribution company called Maverick picked it up. And one day I woke up and it was like on all platforms. So... Man, how did that feel? It felt amazing. At first, I was like, am I still going to like it? Because I shot it. It was like maybe a three-year gap. I'm like, I don't know if I look the same. I don't know if I like the clothes I had on anymore. This is dated. That's that's dated. I was so critical on myself. And everybody loved it. Man, look. I was so <laughs> him before you came on. I said, that might, he pissed me off. <laughs> oh, God. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Yes. It it literally that that movie was based around a lot of true events that happened to me. Man. So, so as a woman, I feel like we all can relate. Like it's like everybody had a mic. Yeah. Everybody had a mic. That's why Mike pulls me off. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. And I mean pissed me off clean because it's just it's amazing. I'm I'm glad that you did a movie like that because it helps women to see a reflection of themselves. You're like, dang, did I act like this? Did I do this? And that's what I tell a lot of women. I'm like, it doesn't matter who you are, your status, your financial status, how you look, how you're shaped. I'm like, we all go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. We all go. I don't care how many Instagram followers you have versus I have versus if I went and got my body done versus you don't have your body done versus you make a hundred thousand and I, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. matter. We all go through the same things. Yeah. So what made you end up just writing about like, I want this to be about me and I want to help women? Because I just feel like why not tell my story and help women? As far as seeing what I went through, how I handled it, how I overcame it or my downfalls. You know, I think that that's what we need to do as women, even as an artist and an actress. Back in the day, that's what music was about. You have the Eves, you have the Lauryn Hills, you have the Queen Latifahs. It wasn't always about, oh, just get money from a guy and 
you're the baddest girl in the room or you're the flyest girl. You have the biggest butt or you have the most money. It was about things that we go through every day. So that's who I inspire to be when it comes to an artist and also an actress. I want to be relatable and I want to tell my story because I feel like, you know, God, I have a purpose. God put me on this earth to to do that. So why not? You know, everything I go through every day, I'm sure it's another woman going through. So why not put it out there? I'm not going to hide it and make it seem like my life is perfect. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's true. And then plus, when you put things like that out there, other women can help you get through it as well. You know? Oh. That is so true. Yeah. What you going through a situation like that, how did you see yourself after actually watching a movie compared to you going through it, writing about it and everything? Honestly, to this day, I, I kind of like, I get shy watching the movie. Like people probably think I just sit home and watch the movie all day. I don't. I probably watched it three times because I just get nervous and I get shy. And I'm like, I don't want to see myself. <laughs> it's so crazy, but it's it's dope because I actually get to see what I did overcome. You know what I mean? Because like I said, that movie was shot in like 20, I believe 18 or 19. And now it's, we're going into 2023. So just looking back and not knowing where I would be now compared to back then. And when you're going through those things, it's like, okay, you can actually get through it. You just have to have faith and be positive and pray and stay strong and not settle. Because a lot of women settle, especially when it comes to money, when it comes to these guys and just being insecure as a woman or not having the right upbringing, daddy issues. It's so much. So I'm just happy that I was able to overcome everything that I went through and still everything that I'm going through because some people can't overcome it. Some people are not strong enough, you know, and they don't get up. A lot of people don't get up from it. So, yeah. So the character Mike in a movie, he was a womanizer and with him cheating on you and everything, what advice do you have to women that continue to deal with that by dimming their light or even dealing with abuse or verbal abuse because he wasn't too loving or caring either. Right, right. What I can say is it's not easy. And I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm not going to give that advice like, oh, if, if a guy cheating on you today, leave him tomorrow. Yes, ideally, I want you to leave him tomorrow if you're strong enough to do so. When right. you see the red flags, don't ignore it. But even if you... Give it a chance of two or three. Just make sure that you don't settle. Just make sure that you get out of it. Even if it takes you some time, just get out of it. Don't settle because it's so much more out here. And I'm not even going to say, oh, it's other men out there because it's not always about a man. Us being, it's not always about men. We can be single and be happy and still have a purpose in life. I don't know why women feel like you have to have a man in order to have this kind of wholesome it, it it doesn't work that way. Whatever's meant for you will come and maybe you have to be by yourself or maybe you will find someone, but God's not going to bring you that person if you're not ready. So I would just say, you know, don't settle. Don't ignore the red flags. And if you need help, talk to people, go to a therapist, talk to friends, talk to family, reach out. Like don't sit in it by yourself because you're embarrassed or you're insecure or you just don't want people to judge you. Don't look at it like that. I found out that 
actually speaking to people and talking about it helped me a lot. It did. Yeah. It did. And surround yourself with the people that's going to push you to be the best version of yourself. That's push. so cool. Yeah. And, um, speaking of being the best version of yourself, I see that your mother played a big part of your life in that movie. Um, did that affect, was that like in your personal life as well? Yes, it was. Um, my mom and my grandmother, actually, we just didn't get to plug both of them in the movie. But definitely, I come from a strong um, background of women. My dad wasn't around. I mean, I could call him right now. He's still like, the relationship is there, but he wasn't around consistently from young. He wasn't. And I do feel like that plays a part in um, me being insecure or wanting that love when it comes to men. Or, you know, dealing with certain things. But I do come from a strong background of women, for sure. So during the, during the phase of you having, um, dealing with a relationship, did you ever go through a phase of you just having time to yourself, figuring out who you are, what you need to do, what's best for you? It's so crazy because honestly, from, I'm not going to say the age, but since I lost my virginity, <laughs> I never was single. I've always been in back-to-back relationships. And in the movie, what you see was my last relationship before I got pregnant with the twins. And in between that time, I had three years to myself for the first time. Wow. And I got to know myself. I got to, know, you know, make myself happy and figure out self-love. I would say that I didn't experience it to the capacity that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But... It was something new for me and I liked it and it was good. It was definitely good. And I feel like every woman should have that. Every woman should experience that. Every woman should try to find themselves and find self-love and not always depend on a man to make them happy. If you want to go to the movies, go to the movies. If you want to go to eat, go to eat. You don't have to have a man near with you for you to enjoy life. Life is not promised. And who are they at the end of the day? We the one... Who carry the baby. We the ones who carry the baby. We're the ones who dominate every situation. Honestly, men would be nothing without us. So I'm right about that. Just be honest. So it's like, why, you know, stoop down and feel down about it? Just we have to just raise the bar, which I feel like now women are really coming up and taking control. Like it's a lot of boss chicks out yeah. here now like yeah. the women are making more money than the men like I love it I love to see it I really do I really really do women are definitely dominating right now but um yeah <laughs> so so what you um when you like basically was uh recording this movie did you find yourself getting emotional in certain parts when it resonated to your personal life or get or got a little angry? I didn't get emotional or angry, but I was thinking about it. Like, I mean, I'm an overthinker. I'm a Libra. I overthink. And even when I'm acting, I'm it's on my mind. So I'll be thinking of a scenario in my head or thinking about the betrayal in my head while working. It's so annoying. I pray about that. But God, can you remove all these emotions and feelings in my head and these thoughts? Till this day, I'm like that. Man, I'm serious because I was looking and I'm I noticed like your demeanor in certain parts. I'm like, 
I wonder what she thinking. Like, yes, I'm thinking about it. Even to this day, I could be in a happy moment and I'll be thinking about something that somebody did to betray. I hate that about me. That's what I think I hate. I have to overcome that. (laughs) You'll you'll try. You'll try. Yeah, you have to learn to let things go. Not saying I don't let it go, but it's, I just think about it, girl. (laughs) I bet. So, so what's the um, movie and everything? Like, how how did it go as far as, like, you putting everything together financially and finding yourself maybe being stressed out? Because, you know, a lot of people want to get into film and they want to mm-hmm. it, but they don't think it's possible. Yes, it was hard. It was hard because I did sponsor the movie independently. Um, so the financial aspect of it, it was hard. The director also, he invested in as well. Shout out to Mark Buddington. Uh, you know, it's stressful because even if you budget out what you need, once you're on set, so much happens. Mm-hmm. You have to spend more money. Things happen, you know, so it's hard. But what I would say is if you sacrifice and give up the things that you don't really need, like I sacrifice so much when it comes to like materialistic things, designer things, um, even like going out, like my friends might be going out. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go out. I know I have this movie coming up. I'm going to sit home and cook. I'm going to sit, you know, like yeah. I know how to budget and do certain things. And that's what I tell people. Chase your dreams and sacrifice because you look up and it's a year from now. And the club and the ho- the clubs and the hookah and the Louis Vuitton, all of that, what, is, what, what has it done for you? Nothing. You might as well spend the money where you can see the investment. And then later on, you can live that life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could do something here and there. You know, you don't have to always just sacrifice 100%, but you definitely have to sacrifice. It's even hard now being a twin mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, now it's me times two. So now I have to like, <laughs> it's so hard paying my bills and then taking care of them and then also still wanting to chase my career as a woman. You know, it's hard. It's hard. Well, so one of the things that I noticed and it resonated was that you wanted a baby within the movie. Did that, a was that like in your personal life too? If you wanted baby? Yes, I was with my ex, um, for about six years and I did not get pregnant. I think I got pregnant the first year and I got an abortion. And then after that, I did not get pregnant. And I thought it was me. And he thought it was me. I thought that maybe, you know, I couldn't have kids or we would have to go the extra mile to have kids. And we were actually engaged in everything. So we were planning a wedding. You know, we was really going to do the family thing. And... I didn't get pregnant. And honestly, I was, it wasn't like I was trying to get pregnant, but we were not using protection, which I don't advise people. So don't, <laughs> that was a mistake I made. Um, we weren't married, so I don't advise that. But we weren't using protection. I w- I'm not saying we were trying, but if I did get pregnant, I would have kept it, you know? Yeah. Um, at the time, I was heavy in my career, um, you know, doing performances, hosting. I was on television and stuff. I didn't get pregnant. Long story short, girl, me and him broke up. And I was single for three years. And then I started a new relationship with, with the father of my children. And I got pregnant within the second month. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it just wasn't meant for me to get pregnant at that time. Or even with him. You know what I mean? It just wasn't, right. that just wasn't my time. And 
but I got pregnant um, within the second month of being with my baby daddy. Because we ain't together no more. He my baby. <laughs> so, because I heard the message when you was when someone told you in the movie, like maybe he's not the one for you. That's her getting pregnant, and that happens a lot with a lot of women when they be in broken relationships and not knowing it's so broken with a man. Yes. But you know what it is too? Because this is what I can say. Like, okay, I got pregnant with the twins and me and him didn't work out. So I don't think it's necessarily the, I don't think it's always necessarily that the person isn't met. It just probably isn't your time. Because if that's the case, why am I not with my baby father anymore? You know what I mean? It just wasn't my time to have kids. That's how I'm looking at it. I mean, definitely he wasn't the one, my ex fiance, because look at the stuff he was putting me through. But I'm just saying in general, it's all about timing. Yeah. And then when I got pregnant with the twins, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it's twins. Twins do not run in my family. So I was like, this is just my blessing from God. I'm going to have to keep keep these babies. So Aww. that's what happened, girl. <laughs> so you got twin boys, girls, or both? I'm a boy. Oh, you blessed with both then. Aiden and Autumn, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what else do you have coming up since you released Suffocated? So I just finished Suffocated Part 2. I literally just came back from Atlanta on Saturday morning. We did it in five days. Um, You can knock the movies out, ain't you? Yeah, he was like, you got to do it now. We got to do it now. I'm like, I'm not ready. He's like, no, you got to come now. I'm like, okay. So I ran out there. Um, We did that. I did three movies before that, before Suffocated um, Part 2. And it's actually not Suffocated Part 2. It's actually called the prequel. So it's going to show what my life was before I met Mike. Okay. And then we're going to do a part two. Oh, okay. you understand? So it's like, whatever. I guess you, I don't, they, they're not calling it part two. They're calling it suffocated the prequel. Okay. So it goes back into when I was an artist and everything like that. Um, And then we're going to go back and show what happened after Mike. You get okay. it? So part two. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. I'm going back to Atlanta the first week of December to shoot another movie. So I'm heavy on the movie scene right now. Yes, I'm heavy on the movie scene. I'm going to get back in the studio. I haven't been, but I am getting back in the studio. That's my next big scene. And then being a twin mom, (laughs) that's really my full-time energy. Being a twin mom right now. (laughs) You can ask Kim. It's crazy. Like... (laughs) I heard that deep breath you took being a twin mom. <laughs> Crazy. I, I'm just grateful and I'm happy that I'm able to do it even as a single mom. Like, I amaze myself. And people who come around be like, girl, I don't know how you do it. I be like, neither is God. That's what it is. It's God. Wow. It's crazy. But I love them. They're so smart. They're so bright. And just that love is so unconditional. Oh, man. You probably crazy. can hear them right now. I hear them crying. <laughs> so, so do, what advice do you have to women that are mothers and they are raising their babies on their own and still juggling a career? I would just say just do it. Just do it. Don't, don't think about it too much. Don't overthink about it too much. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. 
I have to feed them. I have to put them in the tub and I have to get ready for the interview. So me thinking about it was was draining me. So I'm like, you know what? Let me stop thinking about it and just do it. Right. Let me stop like looking at the time and being stressed about it. Let me just do it. So just do it. Just do it. Pray, 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 pray. Make a schedule, create habits and you'll get through it. And before you know it, they'll be old enough to do a lot by themselves. Like my grandmother told me today, girl, they're not going to be little for long. So enjoy the moments with them now that they are babies because soon they ain't going to be paying you no mind and you're going to have attitude. They're going to be in their phones. They're going to be wanting to go outside with their friends and watching TV. They ain't going to be paying you no mind. So appreciate the hugs and the kisses and all of that now, even though she's like, it seems very hard, but it's going to fly. And it's the truth. They're about to be two in January. Oh, terrible. And I can't believe it. I'm just like, wow. Like, I I got through two years so far. I'm like, okay, go Lexi. Like, (laughs) all right. I'm not doing it again, though, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, you got two on the box. That is amazing. So how can people um, watch your movies and know about your upcoming movies? Okay, so my so Suffocated is on Tubi, it's on Amazon Prime, it's on Apple TV, and it's on Voodoo. Um, you can Google it, it will come up. You can also follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash sexylexy one, S-E-X-X-Y-L-E-X-X-Y, and the number one. The link for the movies on there as well. I have a YouTube channel with all my music videos because I am an artist first. I have music on iTunes. Um, SoundCloud, Spotify. You could just Google me and you'll find everything. And I have a lot coming out 2023 movie-wise. So look out for my face. I'm about to be all over the TVs, period. It's lit. Yes. I love it. So you you do some good acting. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Let me tell you something. When the movie came out, it wasn't no heavy marketing or anything behind this. So I was a little scared, but everybody saw the movie. I was getting DMs from people all over the country. Like, yeah. it was amazing. The energy, it definitely motivated me, even going through my transition into being a full-time mom and chasing my career. It was like, okay, girl, get up. Yeah. <laughs> and get back to it because the people are watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just have to work and just stay consistent and put it out there. If you're going through things or if it's hard, just put it out there. Everything is on Instagram anyway now. You could create a real yeah. I'm gonna start I'm about to start creating real, showing me, dealing with the twins by myself, beating That's up. Good. Everything you have to put it out there because it's other women literally going through things that you're going through and not to down play anybody else but there's always somebody going through it worse yeah there's always somebody going so when you think your situation is the worst or when you're stressed and depressed it's somebody else that's going through it worse you have to count your blessings you do like there's this twin mom on tiktok she doesn't even have help she doesn't have a mom a grandma a grandpa a sister an auntie she gets up, she does her routines while twins, and she has to go clock in for a 925, take her kids to daycare, pick her kids up from daycare, come back home. I believe her parents passed away and she's a single mom. So it's like, how can I even sit here and be depressed or be sad when I have to count my blessings? You know, that's so true. 
well, you're doing it, girl, because for that to be your first movie by yourself, headlining, you did that. Y'all got to see my chicken head um, bop just next <laughs> Y'all not going to see it, but period. Girl, so, so I am. I am personally. I am. And proud. listen, and one more thing: clap yourself on the black on your on the back. Applaud yourself, ladies, because I feel like we are so hard on ourselves, and we yes. do not praise our hard work and our progress and our success. Things take time. You have to be patient, take baby steps, but still congratulate yourself throughout that time. You don't have to see a drastic change to know that you are making progress and that God is working for you and that you're doing what you need to do. I think that's another big thing that we do as women. We take yeah. these heavy loads and then we just always complaining or tired. But no, clap, clap for yourself because it's not easy. No, it ain't. <laughs> it ain't. And we will guard ourselves and keep pushing forward and like nothing happened. Yes. 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 Well, thank you so much, Lexi. I enjoy talking to you. Oh, I enjoy talking to you too. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, you got to get them babies. They yeah, hopefully we'll see each other in person soon, but this was dope. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. Yes. Yes, for sure. Definitely. I'm always in Atlanta and I can usually come to New Jersey every now and then too. Okay, yeah, I'm in Jersey and I'll be in Atlanta. So we go on cross paths at some point. Yep. We go on links. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm going to make sure I follow you on IG and everything. Same here, same here. Okay. All right. Well, have a great night. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly.